Hey, it's your boy Exodus here. It's Ricky. Hey guys, um, want to apologize for not posting anything uh, this week, this weekend. So we were supposed to come out Monday, um, but we ended up finding out some uh, terrible news. One of our um, close friends ended up taking his life. Um, that that night actually, and uh, the following day, as I was going to get ready to finish the the editing and stuff, is when I found out it was a little bit distraught. It was kind of a very um, very hard weekend, so um, took a toll on me. So I wasn't able to post anything. So that is um, why last week's episode was not posted. It probably won't be posted. Maybe like as a bonus when we end the season, but um, it's nothing big. It wasn't that good. But um, yeah, so that's what's happening. I just hope everyone that we worked uh, that worked with him gets to you know we all get together at some point we're just waiting for news to see when his funeral is going to be at uh for everyone that was working with uh with our old dear friend hope to see you guys again it's been a while like it's been like how long exit is like a few years four years years, three four four to five years i would say no no four years yeah you're right four um we all came from our own different worlds we were all different kind of people like we got all-star athletes we got super crazy like smart nerds educated people college we got guys who just focus on the gym we got a variety of people he was a really good like dear friend that's always been there for us and that's the time where we all kind of like call each other like we uh, we start hitting our old friends up to let them know and form what's going on and we all stayed together stayed in contact with each other kind of brought us back together again to talk yeah um so this week's topic is gonna actually woo sorry oh, almost broke that yeah anyway um this week's topic is gonna be about suicide so um it's a little bit of a glum topic but it is definitely something that um, before was still like something that I opposed and did not like, and um, I was always there to listen to my brothers if they need ever needed any help. But um, this week really uh, made me and Ricky uh, want to talk about it because you know there's always someone out there for you, and someone's always going to be there to listen. And you might believe that it. No one will care if you pass away or if you leave this world, but and the the truth is, people will care. So I'm going to let the intro kick on and we'll continue this topic. And here we go. We are back, guys, um, with our... Uh, Exodus, did something disconnect from your computer, or... No, no, you're good. It was okay. my other computer. I, I was wondering, because I heard that. I was like... Bur-ru-ru. I was like, crap, man. No, you're good. Um, so we're back. So uh, like we said before the um, the break, uh, this week's topic is about uh, suicide. And, um, and it's always sad when you hear that like one of your close friends or one of your best friends has passed away it kind of like takes a huge chunk out of your heart and um it's uh taken me a lot of courage to 
um, even speak about it. Because to me, it still feels a little bit raw. Um, like this man uh, helped me out a lot. He helped me kind of, you know, be my true self and not be so, um, not let other people's, like, thoughts of me or opinions of me affect me. Kind of be like, hey, it's your opinion and it doesn't change who I am. You know, he made me the, the person that I am today and the person that tells you guys, hey, fuck everyone else's opinion and stuff like that. So it's really sad to see that um, friend of mine, you know, leave this world. Um, really sucks. It really does. And Take a breather there, Exodus. I know how rough it is. Yeah, and I know that it's um, something we never expect, you know, but we should always keep our, our eyes open for our friends and family members because even though they might seem okay, they are demons that they are facing inside and they don't want to speak on it because they don't want to bring you down or maybe they just have a thought process of that. that no one cares and that if they disappeared one day or just left this world that we wouldn't even be bothered by it. Like, oh, whatever, cool, he, he's gone. And that that's not true at all. Um, so if you're listening to this and you're in a dark place, um, don't don't have that mindset because it's not true. Because there is definitely a lot of people's lives that you have touched that would definitely be changed if you left. It's always more than what you suspect, you know? Sometimes you think, oh, maybe only two or three people will miss me, but then you fail to realize there are like hundreds of people that you growing up have touched their lives some way and someone that you have changed their lives for the better. So don't just, you know, throw that all away and think that no one cares, you know, because if, if anyone ever needs any help or anyone to talk to, I'm, I'm always, always there for them. It doesn't matter who you are. If I don't know you for a complete stranger, I just want to let you know that you are important and don't let anyone change that. Don't let even your own mind change that. You are important. And there's always there someone there for you. Even if that someone has to be me. Um, I would love to sit down and talk to you. Listen to you. And then hopefully you know, pull you from that dark place. Um, it's pretty sad. Uh, the person also that passed away. My friend. He was uh, in the military. Um, he... So that, that quote that they say, you know, 22 a day, 22 vets or military members a day commit suicide. And it's it's a very sad um, topic, but it's it's true. It, it, that is 100% true. And I just hate that my, my best friend is part of that statistic now. Um, it, it's kind of sad because the military doesn't really focus on mental health as much as it should. It's way too more focused on mission first, mission first, mission first. I'm not saying that... I'm not trying to bash the military, but I think they should focus a little bit more on, you know, our military members' per, like personal and mental health, you know. Um, Ricky, what do you think? It's, uh, I don't know anything much about the military life. I got out of that a long time ago. But what I would say is... If I, Everyone has lost someone close to them. Regardless, like, I lost an actual brother a long while ago, just a year ago. And in losing Jonathan, it just hurts me even more. So I know we're not the only ones. A lot of other people probably lost family members and loved ones. 
and all you all they think is that they're hurting on day in and day out but there was this one famous one, one really good quote i i reminded exodus a while ago when we were walking taking a hike around like the city so we went in the outskirts of like a park area where there's a hiking trail and as we're going through you know there was this one like scene that i wanted to take a picture with exodus where i thought like this is a dope ass like scenery and i want to put a quote on it so this is a quote i got and it was from sylvester stallone back on his last rambo movie it's called it the quote says all the ones i've loved are now ghosts but i will fight to keep their memories alive forever what do you think i mean i think that's beautiful and i feel like that um that really does um put things into perspective even if you do have loved ones that have passed away they're technically not gone you know they're they'll always be with you in your memories and in your heart even even if they're gone they're still you know there you still love them it's not like oh i love them because they passed away no you love them still so that emotion and that memory kind of like stays with you forever so that person in reality never dies because they're always in people's hearts and memories i know there's quite a few people out there who actually just end up giving up on everything and don't do that because even if your friend was still alive or even if they were still right beside you the most thing they would want you to do for them is to continue living your life and if so if they really meant that much to you fulfill what they want fulfill their dreams for them while they're away keep their memories alive let them know they are not forgotten yeah it's um it's really tough and i feel like if if someone's ever in that position in their life that they're i don't know second guessing their decisions or they're having demons that are slowly slowly drowning them i feel like you should try I know it's it's difficult. I've I've been there a few times in my life. I know it's difficult to reach out for help, but always reach. Reach as much as you can. And, you know, hopefully someone's not a complete idiot and they can see that you're, you know, begging for help and they can, you know, come in and hopefully, you know, turn your life around for you. It could happen to anyone. They say, uh, I know there's a lot of things that people teach them, like pay attention to signs, but lately, like nowadays, you can, you, there's no signs anymore. Like at this point, like our friend, well, it looked like from our friend, like we all know what our, the casual, usual signs are, but there was nothing like we noticed. Like we looked at everything, we double checked, and all we kept seeing is a picture of his family or the person he cares about the most his friends he was enjoying his life like he was actually in a really good spot which never really made sense to us and our fellow brothers and our sisters and our friends like what happened like we all questioned like there's no way like it's not physically possible but apparently just there's no signs whatsoever so you have to assume at the worst case when it comes to your friend being down and whatnot just be there for them when they are talk to them like hey what's going on your mind just don't go in hostile it's like oh great now he's upset again hey man what's up no just don't do that just be caring and sincere about it because you don't know what will ever happen yeah that it's you know i'm still going through the uh, phases of of grief and i i think i'm in the position of blame like so now i 
sometimes you go around thinking like, hey, like what, what if I could have done something? What if I could have, I don't know, been around that person more, more in communication, maybe it would have changed things. And I know like, you know, mentally you, you get taught this, that, hey, it's, it's not your fault. It never is your fault. But it's it's hard to for you to believe that when your feeling is of, I guess, guilt and you know you need something to blame because sometimes these things just don't make any sense. And for our human mind, um, the easiest way to do things is to blame. It's like something that we've come up with just because we when we don't understand things, we have to find ways to explain it and you know, blame, blaming either other people or yourself is one of the easiest ways, but you should always remember that it's it's not your fault. It's not even the person's fault that did the act. It's literally something that they had no control of, and they might have tried their best. They might have tried every avenue they could, but to them, the, uh, the end just seemed more... It seemed like it justified the me- justified the means, you know. Like they thought that this was the the answer. When um, I feel like, again, like the the blaming thing. Like if I was there more, or if I was in communication, I'd be able to have changed his mindset. But sometimes it doesn't. It depends on how many demons a person has. You can try your best, you know, try to be there and like grab their hand and. And you know, help them, but it sometimes is there's no really like sure cure or answer to change someone's mind. It really is all in their head, and you know whatever they decide goes. You you can try your best, but it doesn't change how they feel. So yeah, like I feel um, kind of um, empty inside sometimes, but you just gotta remember to especially to all my brothers out there that also lost uh, a friend like I did. All the ones that are, you know, from our old group. I hope that you guys are staying strong and still fighting out there. I know this might be tough on a lot more than you. Um, Some others were super, super close and shared every single feeling and secret and every thought with that person and now that person is gone and to you I say like you still have your other brothers we're here for you we love you and we we will always always be there just a phone call away and to any people any person out in the, that's in the military or is a vet I just need you to to know that there are so many people out there for you people that understand what you're going through and even if they don't they have an open mind and they're ready to help you you know like I'm tired of this this world taking away the you know military members or veterans or just regular people that feel like their life is over I'm tired of that it just shouldn't be the the answer especially when they're loved by so many people and it's tough to try to explain that to them sometimes they don't understand but we have to continuously try you know and in the end love them no matter what decision they make because you know if you truly love them and they mean so much to you um can't stop caring for them or loving them just because they made a decision that you wish that they didn't you know are you gonna be okay over there exodus yeah i'll be fine it's just um 
I want to be able to, you know, help people that are in a dark spot. I want to be um, kind of a voice of reason to know that there's so much out there for you, no matter what's going on in your life, that you can you can make it. You can make it because you are a strong individual. No matter what people say, whatever, what ever anyone says to put you down again you have to remember that you you matter you are important do not let anyone ever say otherwise don't let incidents or bad things that happen to you affect that mindset of yours because you are important and you are loved even though you might not feel that you are even if you feel like you are alone you're empty and that you have nobody remember that you always do you might not notice it, but I bet you if you are asking for help, if you have and if you have true friends, they'll always be there for you. And everyone usually has at least one or two true friends. It's really hard to find them. You know, most of the time in life you find acquaintances or, you know, friends with quotation marks. You know, the ones that leave you, the ones that don't really give a damn about you those people you should just annex out of your life because those might be the negative energy the negative people in your life that you don't need because all you need are those true friends you know there's a saying they say that by the end of your life you can count your true friends in one hand imagine that you might be going around right now having 15 friends but yeah these are all my best friends are never going to betray me but I bet you money by the end of your lifetime you can count can count them in your hand, and those those right there, those are the true friends. Those are the ones that stuck through you through thick and thin, through poor or rich or whatever situation. They were always there to support you. They were always there to help you. You know, there's it's very few of them out there, and those friends that you do have for a lifetime, those are the ones that will never, ever put you down. They'll never let you down. They'll never do anything to harm you because they truly do love you even if that best friend is a girl or a male like the brother or sister it's what it is you become family members without being from the same family like my friend that passed away he was my brother he will always be my brother and it kind of sucks to lose a brother and I know it's harder on their and his family because you know their blood but sometimes I feel like brotherhood even if it's not by blood, it's it's thick. Especially when you really care about that person. I feel like sometimes maybe brotherhood is thicker than family. Or, I don't know. All I know is that um, you should never let yourself believe that no one cares. And that no one would cry for you. Because even if you think that, I bet you money if you could... Somehow come back to life and see how many lives you've changed. You'd be like, wow, that's crazy. By me making that one decision, I've affected so many people. It's just a crazy thought to have. And I feel that we should all, you know, have that that mindset. What you got for us, Ricky? <sighs> I don't think I, I think you pretty much said everything off the basis. There's nothing really I could add on at that point. This episode seems more like Exodus and not Ricky. 
Um, Ricky is usually just, you know, the background guy. Nah, man, you're a lot more than that. You're, I get it. I know some, you know, other people's cope differently and they, some people are more of a silent type that doesn't speak. So I'm just, at least I'm able to somewhat express my feelings and express how I'm feeling only because I, I just don't want this happening to other people. Yeah. For me, talking is really not my strong suit. But what I could try and add on for that is I do agree. Fam- blood, like family doesn't have to be completely by blood because obviously I grew up my whole entire life that way. And when I lost my my brother back in uh, like a year ago, like this is when I was gone away for a while. And I didn't know, like when I first got told about it, like it caught me off guard because my mom and his sister were like crying I was like what the hell's going on they tell me my, my brother killed himself and whatnot. I was like there's no way you're just fucking with me obviously I see Ma crying I'm like damn it this is serious so obviously I didn't know how to feel for a while and then bit by bit it kind of kicked in until it came to the moment where I finally was able to go and see him because my work wouldn't let me go see him due to COVID and after I went to go see him I was just like everything kind of kicked in and it's like I didn't know if I should have been angry upset or sad it's just I was just like a bundle of like a ticking time bomb ready to go off and in the end like I was around uh, my buddy Miguel who's the older like out of the like the three of us he was like the older brother I was the youngest one and then we're taking care of my brother Colton and we're sticking his ashes in our necklace so we keep at least don't keep him close to us no matter what but it, after that like at all it didn't it didn't really go well like I hide that emotion at all times and when it comes to that time like I kind of just isolate myself to, you know, let it go, get out. But I don't know. Personally, to me, I just never, I have a problem opening up to people. And that's how I've always been. So I kind of keep it to myself. But now lately with society, it's like no one really cares about your feelings. It doesn't happen. And no one, like, you'll say, I'm sorry, man. And really, honestly, are you really sorry? Like, do you not know what's going on? It's like, you shouldn't probably say sorry to someone that you don't know anything or anyone about or why they're sad. It should be like the ones like we've worked with, like Exodus, you know, we, me and you have worked with each other in the past. Like our, our old fucking brothers, like those are the ones we can talk to. Like the ones we apologize to each other. Cause we both knew him, grew up with him. Jonathan, like, I miss you and I'll always will miss you. You were there when I needed you in the fights. Hell, I even remember huh, when, we were, when we were both in California. We had this one big brawl that went off. And then at the very end of it, we kind of looked at each other, shook hands like, see you later, man. And I remember uh, there was one time when we were gone. You told me to get you a sweatshirt or a freaking tank top. 
I was like, all right, man, I'll get you a tank top. This guy just messages me as he, as we are like, I'm replacing him. He's just like, yeah, man, I forgot to get a sweater or a tank top for working out. And can you get me one? I was like, yeah, I'll get you. No problem. When I finished my job and made my way back and we were just back in California, we were just all laughing, joking. I was like, hey, by the way, jackass, here's your sweater. And we drink. And then I drag his, I'm always the one dragging his ass back to his room. And he's like, thanks, Rivera. Oh, you always got my back. I got your back too, man. I was like, yep. <laughs> Jonathan, go to sleep. Yeah, man, it's, I remember plenty of nights where I've had to uh, take care of him. And he was always the life of the party. You know, he always knew how to have fun. He enjoyed his life to the max. He really did. Even though he had a hard childhood and hard time growing up, he he did enjoy his life to the max. And I guess somehow that was one of the things that like uh, made it hard for you to notice that he was... He was like at the edge. Like you always knew he had the demons he was dealing with. You always knew the the thoughts, you know, but he was always, you know, put that that outlook for everyone. He's good. He's fine. You know, like fuck those opinions, fuck those people. I don't care, whatever, whatever. And it's cool when you have that outlook normally, but if you're doing that just to mask how you actually feel, it sometimes makes it hard. For people to, to see what you're going through. And I'm pretty sure there are probably other people he was closer to than I was that was there physically for him that he could open up to. And I wish I was one of those people so I could have been there for him and, you know, pulled him from from that position he was in. But as I was saying before, just if you have a friend that's going through some tough times make sure you know that he he is important and that without him life would be empty that he is a huge chunk of your life and i'm sure that that that'll make him feel better that might make him second guess and that second guessing makes a huge difference because that second guessing could be in life or death you know i there have been positions where i have thought about it and I've just remembered all the people that I have, all the friends and the family. And I was like, you know what? I can't. I have people that care for me and they would be destroyed if they knew. You know, if, they, if that, they've got the, that news. So I feel like it's just you letting the person know how important they are and how much a part of their, uh, your life they are. That could be the deciding factor. Um of him second guessing and that second guessing is just where you want him or want them sorry just so you know maybe a good thought or a good memory or just enough time for someone like to come in and be like oh what's up man why are you why are you in this dark room right now why are you why why are you holding that in your hand you know just to be you know you want that second guessing right there just just to stop them you don't want them to feel like, oh, well, yeah, no one does care. Like, the fuck, I never hear from anyone saying otherwise. So, the fuck, they probably don't give a fuck. And then they commit an act that they can't go back on. Just notice the signs like people, you think people are looking for attention when they cut themselves or do something or 
mate. Yeah, it is going to be cry for attention and whatnot, but you got to see an effect of like the bigger picture, not just a small one, because everyone focuses on the smaller picture. But they need someone to talk to because their life is literally like they've gone through so much and they don't know how to cope. They don't know how to handle. Like they need someone there and no one's being there for them when they need it the most. Like. For people who need someone to talk to, use your friends, use the contacts. You got all this social media. You can literally have all the contacts in the palm of your hand. It's called a phone, a smartphone. Go on your phone, literally message people you know, people you're close to, and talk to them. If not, if talk to your family. If not, talk to your friends. If that doesn't work, then I really, really would, ha- would advise the suicide hotline number. And if you really want to get hold of that number, it's 800-273-8255. I say again, 800-273-8255. It's open 24 hours and they speak in all languages. So please, you're not alone. Find some help. Because we're here for you. Yeah, you're never alone. Just remember that that there's always people out there that are there for you. And I'm just going to end it with saying that if just to, I guess, prevent or just, just, just say, I feel like, not just prevent, I feel like you should be telling, you know, your family and your best friends, your brothers, your sisters, you should always tell them, I feel like at least once a month, like, hey, brother, you're you're important. Um, without you, life would be empty. And I, I don't, I couldn't picture living my life without you. You know, don't be weird about it. Don't be, if it's your brother, don't be homophobic about it. Just be, like, say it, man. Say what, how you feel, because if you don't say it now, you, you might not ever get the chance to tell them how important they are and how much... They, they mean to you so I'm just gonna do that just make sure to let you know the people you care about how much they're how important they are to you and hopefully that that would will you know kind of put a stop to um you know them taking their lives alright I'm just gonna and then there thanks for listening um alright deuces I approve this message Hey, uh, this is the ending, but I just wanted to kind of like say my message uh, to my friend. So, Jonathan, um, you meant so, so much to me and life now is kind of uh, dark and empty. Um, without you, it feels like a huge part of me is gone. You helped me through a lot. You changed my outlook in life and made me a better person, a person they could stand up for myself and my friends. And I, I just want to thank you for everything you've done. And I love you, man. I just wish you were here so, you know, you can meet my kids and, you know, hang out with each other when we're older. And it's going to be very lonely. Without having, you know, you there. Alright, man. Take care, brother. I love you. Hey, Jonathan. It's Ricky. You know my real name. But I'm just not going to say it for the dude at the podcast. Hey, well, I do pray for one thing. Is that hopefully you're still getting the gains back up there in heaven right now. 
Because really, I know that was the one crucial part you always cared about. And no matter what on my weekends, I'll always be thinking about you. And obviously, I'll still be carrying the dreams and the memories alive within me. So every weekend, I'll drink and cheers to your name. And don't worry, yes, I'll be going to the gym to continue getting those gains. On the bright side, I'm 195 now, bro. Making the dreams come true. But hey, I just can't be thinking on the downside. I got to continue moving on and continue living our dreams, our life. Even when you're not even here, I'll fulfill our our goals. Hey, someone has to pick up the weight because apparently you're not getting the gains here, so I have to do it. (laughs) I miss you, John. Okay? Please take it easy wherever you are. To Valhalla and back, my brother, Jonathan. Jonathan.